Welcome back inside of this week's episode of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway. And this week, we are pleased to bring on Sway and Steven out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Stinking Clean Bins, the name of their company. Gentlemen, how are you? Very good. How are you? Doing really good, Victoria. How are you? I'm good. Thank you guys for you know offering to be guests on our show. I know you're a little nervous leading up to it, but I, I think it's going to be a great episode. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's super fun. Something out of our comfort zone, I think, but let's let's do it. Yeah, first podcast. And so we're grateful that you invited us on. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys. And we'll get right into it then. What event transpired to lead you guys to opening Stink and Clean Bins? Stink and Clean Bins, uh, there's a lot of lead up to it. Um, I want to start with how and how Busway and I met. Our wives uh, worked together for a number of years. Um, they thought it would be a great idea if we were to go on a camping trip. And at this point, uh, Busway and I hadn't really even met. Uh, they thought it would be a great idea if the husbands went in one car and the wives went in another car. And so we all headed about five hours one way uh, to uh, northern Michigan for this camping trip. And uh, at first we thought it was going to be super awkward, but um, we ended up um, like bonding over business. We, we didn't realize that we had such... Um, so much in common. We we headed off. Uh, so the whole five hour trip was basically spent talking about different business ideas we'd had and um, how much we have always dreamed about starting our own thing and um, you know kind of moving away from nine to five. During this six hour trip, five hour trip, uh, we connected about business. We began to talk about all the ideas that we've had in the in the past. Um, we really headed off. We finally had an outlet for, you know, talking about different business ideas, what we've come up with. And eventually our wives got sick of, you know, talking about our next business idea. What are we going to head into? What are we going to start? One day, uh, Josue, after, after this business or after this camping trip, one day, um, Josue saw this video uh, on TikTok of curbside cleaning and he shared it with me. Um, and we kind of laughed at it. We, we, you know, watched the video and thought it was cool. Um, but we kind of, you know, it was just one of one of our ideas. Um, but about a week later, we got back together and um, both of us admitted to each other that we hadn't stopped thinking about uh, the bin cleaning business. Um, so we we researched it. We started, you know, trying to figure out what it was all about. We. Um, Kind of just starting started our our process of looking into um, you know numbers and what this business would entail and and what it looks like to get started in this and we continued that process of just asking questions research kind of led us straight into um, you know deciding that this was probably the idea that we were going to land on um, and pursue this uh, startup and before you knew it we had you know, our, our initial, um, down payment on the SB2. After talking to the wives. <laughs> <laughs> they approved it, right? Yeah, they yeah. kind of like set you guys up on a blind date. And, and now next thing you know, you guys got a business together, which is really yeah. neat and unique for sure. Yeah. We always joke about, um, actually me and Steven both being married as well, just cause we're all <laughs> in and, uh, <laughs> so now your work husbands for sure. Right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, you sure. mentioned yeah, you mentioned planning and the process. 
what was that like when you placed that deposit down? I think it was December of last year to, okay, what do we do now? So we, in this planning process, um, we looked into numbers like, um, for example, you know, how much money would it, you know, is it going to cost for us to start this business? Um, how much, you know, can we potentially charge for a service like this? How many customers do we need um, to make this, you know, make this work? We started re uh, reaching out to people within the industry. We, we talked to a number of um, sparkling bins, um, bin cleaning businesses. We sought out different mentors and different people that would give us an insight to the business world. We, we this is our first business. Um, we in February, we got to go to the conference, um, meet other people in the industry. Uh, we got to fangirl over curbside clean, <laughs> which uh, was pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and during that conference, I think that was a, a really big uh, turning point for us where um, you know, we had heard that uh, Sparkling Bins was a, you know, more or less a turnkey business. Um, and for us, the community and the, you know, the Facebook group, the you know, what, what was said to be the Sparkling Bins family. Uh, we really experienced that and saw the huge benefit of everything that came with um, being able to bounce ideas off of each other. Um, discussing different ideas within the industry and, and people um, sharing what kind of successes or what, what has worked and what hasn't worked for them. And once you guys got to the point where it was time to pick up the trailer, no, there's a lot of pre-planning. It was back and forth with our lead time. Would we be able to get it to you during summer before you guys shut down for winter? Um, and you finally got down, you got the trailer and you headed back up to Michigan with it. Did you have any interesting interactions on the ride up? Yeah, you know, the ride down was pretty easy. Steven and I and another friend jumped on a jumped into the truck that we had purchased a week prior. Um and just made our way down there. It was like supposed to be twenty one hours. I think it took us twenty four. Cool, you know, twenty four hours we did that. Like that was tough. And on our way back, um, it actually took thirty six hours. So some of those interesting interactions that we had was just uh People really, you know, stopping to connect with us. You know, we would catch people taking pictures of our vehicle, um, which we're very proud of. Um, business really became real, right? As people are stopping by and saying like, hey, give me your business card. And I'm like, what? And we're, we're like, we don't have any. Um, we're not even from here. Um, but I remember some at one specific moment too in like north of Florida, when a guy at a gas station actually uh, inquires about the business, I give him a whole tour about what the equipment does. Mind you, I had just learned everything from John's uh, in-person training that was was great to have, but I was literally stumbling through the whole thing. And it was just a really pleasant experience um, the whole way there, just getting a lot of validation about like the business that we're getting into. For me, that's when reality really set in because we were definitely, we were getting ready to launch that next week. Um, so just being able to have those nice and uh, interesting interactions with people at different levels was just, I think, really exciting. And with different interactions and people's responses to the business, what's been some of your biggest surprises that you've taken away from owning a trash bin cleaning business? Yeah, the biggest surprises, you know, I as business owners, just right out of the gate, like nothing ever goes as planned, right? Um, but I think the biggest surprise that we really have it, had was 
like not launching, right? Ideally, in ideal situations, we have the notice, um, but we had a really different kind of start, right? We initially thought we were going to start at one point. And then we get a phone call from you, Victoria, like, hey, guys, like someone stepped out of line. Um, do you want your truck in three to four weeks? And Stephen and I were like, oh, crap, we were actually still planning to get it out in like six to eight more months. Like we really just didn't know. Right. There was a lot of variables with supply chain issues that were going on. Um, but that really put us into a different mindset. Right. Like we started thinking, like, what are the things that we need to figure out so that we can have a launch? so that we can start this year because Steven and I were definitely feeling antsy about getting started. Um, we knew that there's stuff we weren't going to figure out until we had the truck and trailer and operating. So um, we just needed to jump in. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way. Can't think too much, can't overthink it and, and you just jump into it. And now that you guys have been in business for a couple of months, you'll be entering your second season. When yeah. we get into the springtime, what do you think some of the biggest misconceptions about the industry are? Some of the misconceptions of this business, at, at least as an owner, um, it was that this is a get rich quick kind of a business. Uh, we started off uh, during our planning phases, uh, thinking it would be realistic to have three months to get started, to start marketing, um, that we were going to you know, receive our, our trailer, um, and be able to start our business with, I mean, the math that we were doing was like, we would be able to start off this business with 250 monthly subscribers already signed up. And <laughs> Might that, not have happened. <laughs> that was incredibly naive of us for sure. Uh, we, you know, if, if other business owners, other bin cleaning, uh, businesses have been able to do that, whether that's, you know, really strong marketing, they've had experience in that area or. Um, clients that they can switch over from another service business that they own. Um, maybe it's not with a, within without. Maybe it's not out of reach necessarily. Uh, but definitely with the start that we had, it, it just wasn't a reality. Once again, here inside of Trash Chatter, Victoria Conway, alongside Stephen and Sway out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, Stinking Clean Bins, the name of their company, just went over some misconceptions and. Definitely one of them is that it's a get rich overnight. We hear it time and time again. And I also think that number you mentioned before, Stephen, 250 clients before having a system is very <laughs> unlikely. So somebody does that, would love to see it. I think the most we've heard of and seen is maybe 75. It's it's a tough thing to sell without having the equipment just yet. But obviously, the more pre-advertising you do, the better. And for you guys, as you've started this business, what do you think have been some of the most successful ways that you've delivered the message of what you guys do? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so really, the ideally, what we the task we had to accomplish is really how do we introduce this service um, or our message into an area that hasn't heard of trash bin cleaning before? Um, in the city of Grand Rapids, we have over 76,000 homes. And we always hear about like creating density, right? So we really did some research to try to market and see who were where our ideal clients were. And in that research, we found an area that's approximately like northeast side of Grand Rapids and a population about like twenty to twenty five thousand homes. Um, and so that we kind of jumped in this area, right? Um, We've heard different numbers of how big and how small you should target area, but we were like, let's just let's just do it. Let's figure it out on the way. So we jumped in and we started doing some Facebook marketing in these areas. 
and really super popular. I think it was people were super interested in getting the service. Um, so we were everywhere in this ideal radius that we had now narrowed down to. Quickly found out area was still too big, um, but it was it was a learning thing, right? So for really for us now moving into 2023, uh, we're going to be condensing that area to really focus uh, on the places that we felt like was the most popular. People really enjoyed the service. Um, so now it's about really creating density in here in the next year for us. Because we're the first and only in in West Michigan, in our area, in Grand Rapids, it's we are breaking ground. We <laughs> are educating everybody. They don't, nobody, everybody's clueless. Nobody knows that the service exists. Maybe, maybe a few of them have seen it on the internet, but nobody knows that they can get their bins cleaned. Um, yeah. And so the task of educating people was was not an easy or small task. Yeah, I remember getting a message too on our Instagram from someone who uh, was actually here local in Grand Rapids and they actually reached out and they were like, hey guys, I hate myself because I actually saw this idea on TikTok and I was going to start it first. He's like, I can't believe someone else beat me to it. I should have started it. And, you know, we're we're happy that people are seeing, I think, with more advertising on social medias, right? Like TikToks, Instagram, I think with the industry doing a great job of now like introducing it on in various places, like people are getting educated, but I think there's just on an individual level, just still so much work to do. Um, so that's our biggest, biggest task that we've had to really um, get the message out there. So as you guys go through different methods, I know I've personally seen some of your social media and how you guys have advertised. How do you think what you guys do is a little bit unique than your typical company that opens up and starts cleaning trash bins? We have seen a ton of different promotional videos, uh, process videos, um, which is very important. You know, showing the process uh, is what got us started in this business. Um, seeing how the machine worked, um, what the before and afters looked like. You know, this is all very important stuff. I feel like. I feel like there are two reactions you get uh, when you tell someone that you clean trash cans. One reaction is, oh my gosh, come to my house right now. <laughs> we need our bins cleaned. They reek. We got maggots growing at the bottom. The end. We don't have to sell anything to them. They know. And the other reaction is a, just a blank stare. Like, why? How? Like, yeah, <laughs> like what's, why? Um, so... The process video, um, showing how we clean them, very important. As we were coming up with different ideas for what we wanted to include our promotional video, we definitely saw the value in um, showing customers the process. That is an attention, attention grabber and informs people what we can and what, what our service offers. What we did to take it one step further was at the end of this uh, process video, the scene cuts to me actually taking a <laughs> bath in one of the bins. What we were able to communicate with that uh, video was not just our process and what we can do, um, but also how much we believe in our product. And by me taking a, a bath in the bin, freshly cleaned bin. I mean, I personally loved it when I saw it. I think it's something where if you're not going you know, to just be very straightforward this is what we do it's also humorous and humor catches people's attention somebody in a trash bin would get my attention uh, i think that's why when i saw it i'm like this is something that's good content 
it gives an insight too to people what you guys are about. You guys are fun loving guys, like to have a good time. And I think that allows people to relate more to and, and help support local businesses. And after you did videos like that, after you started driving around with your trailer, so far, what's the public perception been like to stinking clean bins? Majority of the feedback we've gotten from the public has been a lot of validation. Um, from entering ourselves into a five by five uh, business competition. So basically five businesses get chosen. Uh, you pitch your idea, you get five slides, five minutes uh, um, five for judges. five judges uh, to win $5,000. So we took this opportunity to pitch our idea, explain what we can do. That was incredibly validating. Um, and Another one of the big validations has been just a customer feedback. Um, number of different people have come to us saying, oh, I wish I would have thought of this or uh, I should have started this company or, uh, you know, this service is brilliant. Uh, you got work forever. It makes that chaotic start and the maybe antsiness leading up to it worth it when people actually support it and people that, you know, maybe not just like friends and family, but random people you've never met before. I know for us, you know, doing it for 12 years, it still means a lot when somebody leaves a nice review saying, what did I do without this service? Or I can't imagine never not having my bins clean. So that's awesome. And I'm glad you guys are experiencing that. And hopefully as you get into year two, there'll be more of that. Um, and as we get closer to the end of this episode, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody that was looking to get started in this industry? Yeah, I think I'd love to share with others to, that are interested in starting their own business, I think maybe a couple of things, right? Um, first thing that has really like been super helpful for me and Steven is just as a team, as a duo, like I'm really glad that it's 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 me and him because um, I don't know how, what it would look like to be doing this and like this alone, right? I, I don't know if we've said like we're first time business owners, you know, um, we've always aspired to have something and this, is, this was a great opportunity for us to do, to jump into. Um, so at a part of that process has been like really identifying like what are the strengths that we both have right what is steven good at what am i good at and then how can we capitalize on these strengths and put people in the right places um as much you know as we'd like to also like for example like take credit for all of the marketing that we do like it's the reality is that we have three individuals that really played a central part in uh allowing us to create an identity um around stinking clean bins um i their names, if I can give them a shout out, is uh, Mariah, which is Stephen's wife, and a couple friends, uh, Stephanie and Jorge. They've been really essential in creating this, like I said, brand for us. Um, and it's having people who have really these skills in the place that um, have now, like people always oftentimes will come up to us and be like, hey, your social media is really um, reflective of your guys' personalities and keep doing what you're doing. And we're getting, you know, into the thousands of views with these videos. So we're waiting for that one to really go viral. So <laughs> it'll come. And uh, so, yeah, um, that's probably the first piece of advice that I think I'd give. And just the second one, I think, you know, me and Steven, young guys, you know, um, we definitely have invested a lot into this business. And I think what I would say is like, when you think you have enough money, like then double it <laughs> um, because it's going to cost more money than, than you think. And Steven and I are still heavily investing, you know, our own money to be able to make this thing take off. And at this point, you know, earlier we said we're husbands, we're husbands, we're all in, we are doing what we need to, we are committed, you know, um, 
Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, that that's going to be the second piece of advice I think that we that I have. And lastly, guys, before we let you go, where do you want to see stinking clean bins in the next five to ten years? Yeah, actually, um, you know, sometimes as uh, people who have been in the industry for less and providing the service for three, four months, it's sometimes it's like seems really far away to be thinking now five to ten years. However, we know that in the business world, right, we're thinking that far and. Uh, we definitely have had conversations about those goals and uh, what that looks like for us is definitely, you know, having a fleet on the road, you know, five to six trucks on the road, um, providing the service. Um, we're definitely passionate about also like finding ways to get into areas that are maybe uh, the service is less uh, available or not as of much reach for them from a financial perspective, um, because we we do believe that the service is something that everyone should have. Everyone should be um, should have clean spaces, right? Um, that includes your trash. And with Stephen and I's background, both being in social work, we've definitely seen different things in the community of housing and how they can be impacted just from having things that uh, or being in places that are maybe not as clean. So definitely just wanting to expand and show and learn and teach people that there's really a true value in the service that we're providing. Um, so that's, that's I think, the biggest goal. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sway and Steven, for joining us on this week's episode of Trash Chatter. Appreciate you guys tuning in every other week to our episodes, Apple Music, Spotify, or YouTube, wherever you check out your podcast. Make sure to tune into Trash Chatter, have some exciting guests coming up as we get close to the season two finale as well as start season three once again thanks so much for tuning in to trash chatter <laughs>